0: It's live, we're live. Frenchie, I'm feeling a little under the weather too today. No, It's not under the weather. I am chuchaki, which is a word that they say here for when you're a little hungover.
1: Oh, very interesting. I'm just sick.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Reporting live, this is Mikey from Quito, Ecuador. And across from me on my screen, we have Aaron and Aaron Frenchy and Emude. Hi, guys. Hi, my beautiful people. Hi,
1: Mikey. I'm just being Miley. We are reporting live from
0: <laughs> our
1: apartment in Brooklyn.
0: Nice. And if you're listening anywhere in the world, this is Plurality, a pod about beautiful music and beautiful people. We do episodes every other Wednesday. And it's so sweet to have you here with us today. We have a, j- a jam packed show today. I feel pretty confident in saying it's slammed. Um, drop of the week as per usual. After that, we've got a new segment called Side Quest Crew because I went on such a marshmallow tangent like three days ago and I could not believe what I found. So I'm excited to talk about that with y'all. Bow, 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 bow. and then news with your booze it's been a minute since we brought that one back there's kind of a lot happening in edm so excited to talk about it what'd you guys have for lunch today
2: i had a detox smoothie and a small
1: salad Ooh. i made a vegan chickpea caesar salad Ooh, yeah that's yummy. how about you mikey
0: two bites of this giant chocolate croissant and also this like (laughs) big cinnamon roll I had a few bites of. I think that's like all I've eaten today because we've been traveling, we woke up at 8 a.m. in Galapagos, took a taxi 30 minutes to the dock, took a boat 20 minutes, to the place where you then get on a bus to then go to the airport. But I didn't eat a whole lot in this voyage. I wasn't really feeling up to up to eating a ton, you know, chuchaki and all. Oh, yeah. But what a fun night last night at Bongo. If any of you guys ever get to Sunset Cruz in Galapagos, go to Bongo. Noted. Hui. you want to do drop of the week? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, take it away Moody.
1: Drop
2: of the week. This is actually a song that you both might already recognize. It's called Higher Love by Ali Story and Maria Mathia. If I started at the beginning, for the vibes, for the vibes.
0: Yeah, let's set the tone. Oh, oh set the tone. <laughs> A gorgeous song.
2: Right? Those piano riffs are just on another level, as she says.
0: <laughs> a higher level, a higher love.
1: Do you recognize it? Do you know where it's from? I mean, I, I recognize it a little bit, but I was just going to say that song, I immediately know it is an e-mood track.
0: Ooh, thanks for saying that. Yes. I will add it to my moody songs playlist.
1: <laughs> Aww.
0: Absolutely, it's a moody song.
1: Yeah. Is this a playlist that you've created? Like, tell me about that playlist.
0: <laughs> it's called Mikey's Moody Songs Playlist, and it has five songs now, and they're bangers.
2: Are they all different genres?
0: You can probably sense a similarity in the vibes. Definitely differences and definitely different genres, but definitely a lot of overlapping stuff as well, probably. That's got gotcha. Because I know you have vast range, but sometimes I hear a song and I'm just like, that's a moody song. Like exactly what Frenchie just said. Like that's what reminded me of, So yeah, that's how you know.
1: Yeah. That's so sweet. Now is this playlist, um, like I don't, it's just so sweet that you're doing it. I just wanna know like what the motivation was behind it.
0: Just for funsies.
1: I love that.
0: <laughs> I love making playlists. I decided maybe like two years ago now, anytime I have an idea for a playlist something specific, I'm just gonna make it. Yeah. And so now I have all these super random niche playlists, but like I'm trying to capture like a certain essence, a certain vibe in a playlist. Like for example, I have one that's called I'm underwater and kind of confused.
1: Oh my God, Mikey. I have a playlist called vibing swimming.
0: We should compare and see if there's any overlap.
1: Yeah, that's so funny. Cause like mine is like, I'm in the vibe. But I'm also like swimming through the atmosphere or the water or my emotions, whatever it is. It goes in that playlist.
0: I can't wait to compare playlists with you.
2: (laughs) I do remember you mentioned this playlist one time because one of my songs that I chose. Oh, it was that Mr. Fiji Ouija song from one of our segments, the sound segment. That you were like, I'm going to add this to that playlist.
0: (laughs) Is it in the notes? This is, I'm not going to be able to stop thinking about it until we... It's Then I Just Let Go. Well, can we take a short break just for the vibes to to just re-listen to that one?
1: (laughs) This is a song that is out of my dreams when I'm on a mission and I don't know what that mission is. And I'm trying to both figure out what the mission is and accomplish it, and it's not easy.
0: You're side questing in a dream, but don't know where, how, what, but you know you have some purpose.
1: Yeah, I have to both accomplish it and figure out what it is in the first place, and it's a little stressful. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yeah, I mean, sounds like life a little bit. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Wow, this was such a fun side quest.
1: I mean, t- keeping things on theme for the episode, huh? I really enjoy those vocal edits. It's just so dope.
2: Because like, you can tell that those are words, like that's someone singing a word that they, um, yeah, just manipulated it to just be a tone. That's like the, um, the beat of the Jackie song with Justin Bieber. The beat in the chorus is actually Justin Bieber's voice that they pitched differently to make it sound like it was an instrument but it was actually his voice.
0: (laughs) Literally just making noises. I was going to say, and this is also totally random in the vein of side questing because it just popped into my head. You know, our boy, Justin, friend of the pod, aspiring and up and coming producer who's someday going to release music. I don't know when that will be, but he has a lot of it. He sang on a track recently and sent me a video of it. Dude, he sounds like Justin Timberlake. I know he probably like did stuff with his producer magic to it. But I was like, bro, you can absolutely be on tracks. And there's nothing this kid can't do. It's like ridiculous, the talent that just oozes out of this kid. So I'm excited for the day that we can play his stuff on this podcast. It's coming. It's coming.
2: Oh, I don't I hear it. it. He uh, just uploaded his Adu remix onto SoundCloud.
0: On SoundCloud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me see if I can find the video just to show you guys. Since we're, since we're side questing. Yeah, I'm down. I literally was like, what the fuck, bro? We've been talking music and you've been sending me shit for months and months and months now and you just like casually sound like this?
1: He does sound like TT. Right?
3: Wow, it.
2: I'm impressed. Yeah, it's like. He has a great setup too, like his studio.
0: He has a dope setup. Look
2: at that. He's got like two keyboards, a MIDI controller. His monitor is like fucking dope. It's like a two and they're like side to side, but they're opposite of mine. Mine are like horizontal and his are vertical. Those are stacked.
0: Yeah, they're stacked. And then the keyboard right to his left, that's all connected. And he can just like move to his left and like rip some solos. Yeah. or If he wants to play something into whatever he's producing, he can just like play it and then chop it up and like time it up, right? If it needs to be a little better. It's, it's really fun to just go in there when he's creating. And I just like throw ideas out there, like, oh, try this, try that. Because <laughs> I don't know anything of how to do it, but when something, you know, hits, you're like, ooh, yes, that.
1: That's awesome.
0: It's so awesome
2: okay so side questing back
0: <laughs> all this to say To drop of the week <laughs> drop of the week higher love i am in the notes like a hundred pages away from this episode that's how you know we were in a side quest continue you love everything about this track
2: everything about it dude the vocals the piano riffs the message that the lyrics talk about a is all around And uh, the reason why you two might recognize it is it's the first song that was playing in the Insomniac virtual job fair Mm. on their radio. It was the first song whenever anyone would like log in because there was a time that I completely exited out and then went back in and it played that song again. It was such a good song to like open the job fair to. I was like, damn, like I was shazamming it immediately (laughs) before I (laughs) hopped into anything. (laughs) And you know, they're popping up being like, 30% off in the store, go use this code. I'm like, damn, man, they're really, they know how to do this shit.
0: They got it, (laughs) done.
2: Anywho, Allie Story, real name, Marie Burns, is a DJ producer from Northern Ireland. Her background is in classical violin and piano, and those have shaped her affinity for creating energetic piano house tunes that make you want to move. Ooh. She's been sharpening her skills since stepping onto the scene in 2020 with her debut collaboration, She Lion, which was with Malone and Monarchy. I think that's how you say that. Monarchy? I would say Monarchy. Monarchy. Shortly after that release, Story released her debut solo single, Trippin', which was featured on Tool Room Records House Party Volume 2. The song we just listened to, Higher Love, was released in 2021 on UK imprint Love and Other which is a massive imprint underneath Tool Room Records. The track saw heavy rotation on Radio 1, Kiss Dance, and Capital Dance. Also, Clapton, Don Diablo, and Claude Von Stroke have played the tracks in their set, and I think that that checks out for those three artists, like, that that song would vibe with them. In 2022, Story Remixed, Joel Corey and Maybell's track, I Wish, which is a perfect example of how to keep the original track's integrity while enhancing the overall vibe, I loved that track when it first came out, but her remix of it is just, it's really, really dope. So, if anyone out there is interested in learning more of Ally Allie stories' tracks, check out Breathing and Feelings. Those are two, two more tracks that I dig by her. She hasn't released anything since 2022, so I don't know if she's, maybe she's working on an album. That'd be sick. I
0: don't know.
2: Are you taking us to Techno Town, Mikey?
0: I am. I wanted to drop a little techno because, you know, we are
2: a techno podcast,
0: you know, the top techno podcast around. So I'm going to play a tune called The Techno Mix by Bennett. And this is a song that I recognized when I heard it from TikTok. I think it's definitely been a pretty popular TikTok sound. It has like 220 million streams on Spotify. So it definitely went super viral. I'm actually going to play the second drop, though, because that I didn't recognize. And I was like, Hoy, oh, it's so cool. It's a, it's a chorus. And it's actually, this song originally was from a movie, a 2004 French film called Le Corista. I wanted to send this. I want to send so much music to you guys, but then I'm always like, oh, do I have to play it on the podcast? Because I want your live reaction. Does that happen to you?
1: I have the same exact conundrum. Yeah. Yes.
0: Anywho, let's get into this one. <laughs> All right, I'm about to turn this up.
1: So glad that you saved that cool echo on it to show it to me i'm not i'm not kidding you i don't think i've heard it before
0: Ooh, then do you want to hear the first drop because it's different yes let's play you the first drop this is so
1: fun
2: instead of stutter house
0: it's stutter techno I, I was just gonna say the way he stutters the chorus but also with techno I don't know that's like a unique unique kind of sound I'm sure people will copy it as it's gone super viral but man that one's nice in your ears
1: agree. That, that is beautiful. If you had sent that to me, I would feel very seen. I would feel like you knew me. I
0: thought about you, and that's why I wanted to send it, because I was like, Frenchie is in her techno era, or entering. I am also feel like I'm entering my techno era as well, so I'm right there with you. Moody's been there for a hot minute, you know, so they understand a little bit more. But you know what the word that came to my mind and that made me think of you? I was like, it's so dynamic. Wow.
1: It is so dynamic. It really <laughs> is.
0: I want to put that on a t-shirt. Dynamic.
1: I can work on that. Yeah.
0: Because it is hella dynamic. Damn. So Bennett is a DJ producer from Southern Germany. That track has obviously taken off. He's got a few other tracks, kind of that style. Something about the chorus, I feel like really sets that one apart. Really, really fun stuff. Thank you, Bennett, for your work on that one. The
1: Germans know what they're doing. Yeah.
0: They really do. And, oh wait, one more note. Vuesutan schema means... See upon your path or look on your way. So I thought that was sweet. But yeah, the the Germans really got that techno down, huh?
1: Dude,
2: I just realized that I was going to um play part of that that Joel Corey remix if you wanted to have more music.
0: Let's have more music. Can you tell me what this is again that we're listening to? I was distracted by techno.
2: <laughs> You're good. It's called I Wish by Joel Corey featuring Mabel and it's the Alley Story remix. I think of you. Every
3: day, night, and and night, and and
0: you, save. so lucky to live right now. The music is just, is it getting better? Is it just me or is it getting better? Oh. <laughs>
1: no, it's getting better. It's definitely getting better.
0: lost french
2: it's pretty hey great remix the original track is dope too but it's more like electro pop vibes as joel Corey generally does on his original tunes but um yeah she just makes incredible tech house piano house
0: that was truly incredible big fan how much music did we just play on drop of the week so much that was that was gorgeous That's my word of the day, gorgeous. I've used it like four times today.
2: Yeah. Oh. We watched um, a recent episode of the new season of Queer Eye, and one of the guys that they were helping, his word was fantastic. That is fantastic. (laughs) That's fantastic. And he said fantastic probably, I mean, they spent a week with this guy, so like- (laughs) probably said it upwards of 200, 200 more than that oh my gosh
0: did they ever do like a a mashup <laughs> a of him saying fantastic? yeah they should do a fantastic compilation
1: <laughs> that's fantastic that is just fantastic.
0: fantastic 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 everything on that show is fantastic so i mean i don't blame them. It. that's true
1: it's true it's a,
2: it a great show we, we watch it when we want to like, have a good cry good it's a good show good show
1: Well, we've taken a lot of side quests so far on this episode. Why not take another?
0: Shall we quest right along? (laughs) Let's quest on. (laughs) The side quest crew! Let's go. I was, uh, yeah, sitting in our living room in Galop in our Airbnb. We had the coolest Airbnb on the planet. There was literally a treat in our house that was, like, carved into, like, a spiral staircase to, like, a bedroom upstairs. A full-ass tree just like in the house Wow, that is stairs. It's really cool. I'll send you guys pictures. That's totally irrelevant to right now, but I got excited about it and wanted to share. So (laughs) I don't know how I got on the topic of marshmallow And I know we had talked about him briefly with Sora talking about how he like puts on the underground and he's like genuinely listening to underground rhythm and playing it, which is so cool. I think maybe since then I've been like, I should just kind of go listen to what Marshmello has been up to, but I finally got into it and he's released two songs in 2024. Oh fuck. I wanted to set this up differently. Too late. We're too far into this. I wanted to just play them without saying who they're by. But I said in the intro, Marshmello, I'm so excited about Marshmello right now, guys. And I don't even know who I am because I've literally never been a Marshmello fan in my life. I was like, well, he doesn't really make like a ton of EDM all the time. He makes a lot of pop nowadays, you know. But let's listen to what he's released in 2024. All right. First, we're going to go with No Man's Land, a track he released on January 12th with Venby.
4: Take feels, my feels and me We've been rolling now, Ten years deep, that's all the ways I take And it keeps so hold on me Oh, I'm living in a no man's land Nowhere land, no place left to go And I'm running for myself I- So right age, wrong crowd. Blamed it all on my hometown, but it wasn't them. They never let me down. No, it was me. I drank, I smoked, I held it in until I choked. Still, these rules are wrapped around my feet. Oh, I'm living in a normal
3: town, no way, land,
1: no place. So just like a. A pretty DMB song. Yeah, it's liquid and Yes, super pretty.
0: Liquid DMB. So wow, amazing, right? That's that's kind of the direction he's heading in 2024, right? So what's the next song that has been released? <laughs>
2: For the rhythm,
0: high knees for the <laughs> rhythm. Let's go, <laughs> Frenchie's face. That whole time,
1: <laughs> well, I, I'm i seeing who he did the song with, and I'm not surprised. Yeah,
0: mm hmm, mm hmm. So that's Marshmallow and Sudden Death, they are going on tour together everybody
1: yeah what's their name they have like it's
0: gonna be called mellow death, mellow
1: death, yes. death is a great name uh.
0: great <laughs> name it's like death but like it's mellow
1: it's like liquid dnb <laughs> just like
0: yeah so before we dive into mellow death i just want to give like kind of an overview of like what marshmallow has done the success that has been achieved because i know that he's a world famous dj but like i i don't think i even appreciated the scope of it so, this Grammy nominated DJ producer, I don't know how long has he been doing pop? For for years now. Oh, yeah. Working with names like Bastille, Khalid, Logic, Migos, Lil Peep, Juice World, rest in peace. Benny Blanco, Youngblood, Noah Cyrus, Selena Gomez, Demi Lovato, The Jonas Brothers, Pink, Halsey, Sting, J Balvin, Farruko, Kane Brown, Tyla. The Kid, Leroy, A Day to Remember. What the?
2: Yeah, that one's dope.
0: He has totaled over 17 and a half billion, with a B, streams. That's just such a ridiculous number. Now I want to talk about like his 2023. Can you guess how many individual tracks Marshmello released in 2023? Not remixes.
2: I'm going to guess. 20.
0: Good number. That's a lot of songs.
1: year's a long time yeah like when you asked the question at first, my initial guess was thirty you said twenty yeah is it is it fifty
0: the answer is 36.
1: Wow, nice.
0: <laughs> and the variety that he has released is kind of crazy. Early in the year, he teamed up with Tropkillas, a Brazilian producer duo comprised of DJ Zegon, who's one of the most respected Brazilian DJ producers of all time, tells me the internet, and Lods, an up-and-comer who has already worked with the likes of Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre, among others. They teamed up on an EP called Mellow Killas. It's a project entirely in Portuguese. He also dropped in 2023 a number of R&B and rap tracks with artists like Polo G, Brand Fayaz, and Sleepy Hollow, who I didn't really know at all, but they each have songs with over hundreds of millions of streams. So in their niche, they're very well known and very popular. So he's just kind of like picking giant artists in like random niches and working with them. And then the big one, in November of 2023, he released like a reggaeton style album called Sugar Poppy. And it's been three months since it's released. It has done almost a billion streams in three months. This album that we've never even heard of. Latin America, I mean, the whole world, but like they listen to music. Also, being down here and going out to bars where it's like all reggaeton, somehow everybody knows every word to every single song. <laughs> I don't know how, but I swear everybody knows knows them all, all the words. It's really impressive. So that's just like what marshmallow has been up to. Now, in 2024, I think you retweeted... Uh, What he tweeted, like, pop was cool for a bit, but I'm back in my EDM era. They did. (laughs) Hell yeah. And then someone also tweeted at him asking him, what do you think you've experienced being in pop, like, for all those years? And he said, being an artist is all about challenging yourself and going outside your comfort zone. I did that with billions of streams, flex, but now I'm going back to what got me here in the first place, dance music. So it seems like he's full on back with us. In EDM. Nice. And I'm super jazzed now.
2: It's kind of like Calvin Harris doing Love Regenerator.
0: Yeah. Like showing the people like, hey, remember me? I'm actually still a nasty EDM producer.
2: Yeah. And it's just like David Guetta doing Future Rave and like being like, I mean, I know he's like doing poppy shit again now, but David Guetta has always been like someone who's pushing the boundaries of what EDM can do and how global it can be.
0: It really does bring EDM to a much wider audience and probably is a big reason that it's exploding.
2: For sure. I mean, A Day to Remember is like a rock band.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Continuing. So, I've never been to Thunderdome, Tacoma, Washington. It's three days now. I don't think it always used to be three days. February 2nd, 3rd, and 4th, it was this year. And the lineup this year had artists like Zomboy, Ray Volpe, Sippy, Wooly, Mercive, Hole, Infect, Nightmare, Eptic, Back-to-Back Space Laces, Bear Grills, Heritage, Back-to-Back Drink Your Water. And it was headlined by Excision and Sudden Death. And during their headlining set, these... Homies brought out Marshmello and Marshmello just went up there and threw down with them. And he immediately played an edit to his song Alone. The edit was made by a producer by the name of Pike. It was Underground Rhythm. And Pike has 1,800 followers on Twitter. He has two songs released on Spotify. And Marshmello just casually was like, I'm going to go on stage with Sudden Death and Excision, arguably the two biggest names in bass you know you can throw subtronics in there as far as like north america goes for heavy people and the scale of what they do and he just dropped a guy's like edit who like has less than two thousand followers on twitter just putting on the underground rhythm like what we were talking about with sora like i mentioned earlier so i thought that was so dope that he clearly has like a love and respect for like edm and the community and just pushing dance music forward in all the varieties that it contains i thought that was so cool he also said uh he played some, a different edit, and he was like, I just made this three minutes before running up here. Oh, my God. And I thought of our conversation. <laughs>
2: Do you want to hear it? I made this song while I was on stage two minutes ago. Do you want to
0: hear it? Do you want to hear it? He played some Sample Fire. He played some stuff with Hall. So just... As somebody who has come from a kind of a bass background earlier in my, my EDM journey, and I know Frenchie is loves bass every bit as much as anyone in the world, that heavy shit. That's just really cool. We, we love when these artists are pushing their boundaries. And I don't know that anybody is doing more. Than Marshmallow is right now. He, he he does a lot. I don't know how he has time for all of it. That's that's the side quest. He is side questing so hard.
2: I yeah. will say on Twitter, a lot of the people we follow, the Ravers, were like freaking out about Thunderdome all all weekend. Yeah,
0: Excision like unveiled new Shrek visuals. Yeah, oh yeah, that was I saw that. all the rage.
1: <laughs> Those are scary. They are scary.
0: Shrek throwing up on you. No, I don't need the vomit. I, mean,
1: <laughs> I think that um. This is an interesting uh, elaboration of what we've talked about before, how people can make new things. And you might think you know an artist, but then they might make something that's totally new and different, and it'll really surprise you. And honestly, Mikey, you say marshmallow, and my brain is like, ah, I don't care. Right? I'm not engaged. My brain does not respond in a way that's like, it doesn't turn my ear and like make me want to like like, look into the music you're talking about, right? So I think this is a good highlight. Like, I I admit that I don't, like, know a ton about the guy. I think that I don't love his music, you know what I mean? So now I'm like, okay, well, this is another good example of, like, keeping an open mind and being uh, flexible with the artists as they grow. Yeah, for sure.
0: Do you like the sound of the name Mellow Death? Does that excite you a little more?
1: (laughs) It does, (laughs) and... I think that I really am evolving as a raver because there was such a real and passionate part of me that wanted to do Lost Lands and wanted to just be buried in the base for a long time. Well, quote unquote, long time. But now, I don't know. I'm just, my, my taste is evolving. And I think that it's so weird that I'm entering a techno era, but I am. And I'm not fighting it and I'm letting it come. And I think that. I don't know. Maybe I, oh God, it's so crazy to say, (laughs) but maybe I, say it. I know it's crazy. Maybe I opt for the techno sets over the bass sets this year. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not saying that I'm, you know, gonna go one way or the other, but I do feel myself evolving. I'm like, you know, I I, I was a caterpillar and I'm coming into, coming out of my cocoon, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) I feel like we should do both.
0: Por que no los dos? I was going to say like the sets that I am most excited about are like genre fluid sets. I want all the genres in the same set. Yes. I saw Allison tweeted that she's doing a show that's like genre fluid and she's so excited about it. And I was like, yes, I want a genre fluid festival. Right. And I think we're heading in that direction.
2: 100% we are. As long as I'm a DJ, we are.
0: (laughs) Hell yes, brother.
2: Hell yes. (laughs) And as long as Frenchie
1: is a DJ, which she is. Just Although so she's pl- entering
2: her techno era. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I was just gonna say, just so the playlists are clear. I'm I'm not a DJ yet. <laughs> <laughs> she's a DJ, DJ Smith.
0: <laughs> we should learn, Frenchie.
1: No, I I am,
0: Frenchie. Let's learn to like casually mix because I want to just play music for the homies. You know that would be so fun. Oh yeah,
1: yeah, I agree, and I think I, there's a very real part of us, uh, like the us as a as, yeah, a, as a couple, your dynamic. and yeah, as a, as a duo that. It's gonna be really cool to be able to collaborate musically. So no, yeah, that's definitely on the docket for the for the for the new year.
0: So cool. Yeah. Yeah, like when I was on on Ship on Friendship and seeing like Sin and Brooke, who aren't producers, they like host a radio show, but they you know know how to DJ and they just ripped a set for everybody. And I was like, damn, imagine the three of us doing that. Of course. That would be like so fun. <laughs>
2: Yeah, we could throw our own cabin party
0: literally and that's what it's about. Just throwing our own party.
1: Plurality B3B. Yeah, we can work on this.
0: Yeah, let's manifest that, shall we?
1: I love it. Let's do it. Oh, yeah.
0: Show sure fun. Uh, one last note on Marshmallow that I have written here because this is just another side quest that he's on. He's going to headline the Sunburn Holy Tour in India. What? Uh, I think in a couple months. He's wildly popular in India, apparently, stemming from a previous collab with a Bollywood superstar, Shah Rukh Khan, Who's not a musician, but a very famous Bollywood actor. And he was in, or that music video that I sent you guys, he was in that.
2: Yeah, I was. And it.
0: the song is called Biba, B I B A. That was his first Hindi track. He made it with another artist called Pritam. In 2019, and just a really you know cool ode to uh, Hindi culture, and I was reading the comments and seeing people being like, "Wow, what a cool tribute to like this you know actor." He's a little older, so I think he was really really big, probably in like the 90s, maybe early 2000s. Just just another side quest that Marshmallow's on because he's questing.
2: Yeah, he be questing. He's sailing the seven seas.
0: He be questing, and we be questing too. And we're going to quest right along to news with your booze. You guys want to lead this off? Sure. Go for it, babe. Go, babe.
1: Yeah, we've got some news. Something I just want to talk about is the fact that Elements dropped their lineup. What? We're six months away from that festival. How are <laughs> they dropping a lineup six months out?
0: Damn, that's hella early. Okay,
1: thank you. I was a bit confused by that. Do, do they what? always drop their lineup six months out from the festival?
0: It's in August, right? Yeah. Yes, August 9th. I mean, I guess Forest's lineup is out, and that's in late June, and it's been out for like a month or two. I don't know. It does kind of feel early, but I couldn't tell you.
2: I think North Coast is out too, and they're what Easy weekend used to be, Labor Day weekend. Very interesting. September.
0: Maybe that's the trend now.
2: I think it is. I mean-
0: Driving sales as early as possible.
2: Because like, look at what's happening with Coachella.
0: What's happening with Coachella? So they
2: still haven't sold out. Oh, really? Yeah. The So usually it's sold out by now. Neither weekend is sold out. Whoa. And there's still like mad tickets for both weekends.
0: Coachella, you want to sauce plurality pod some tickets? Seems like there's some available.
1: (laughs) How's that for some news with your booze? That tea is hot, honey.
0: I wonder why.
1: The two big things
2: are a mid lineup. Of course, people are saying that. And then the other thing that people are saying is it's just too expensive. It's gotten too expensive. It's out of reach of anyone who you know isn't like specifically saving for this one festival
1: right it's like ultra or like forest it's
0: how fests are trending right now
1: crazy expensive and i understand if you're gonna have a super expensive festival if you have all of the other things to make up for it including vibes i'm sure that the vibes are there but i think that those vibes are only for a specific kind of uh, festival goer. Yeah. And I haven't been to Coachella. I can't speak on it from personal experience. But if everybody else who has been to Coachella and who haven't all say it's, you know, an influencer festival. I mean, I want to go to the festival for the music. Uh, I don't need mm-hmm. to go to the festival to not experience every moment of music that I possibly can. I also happen to love to get dressed for the fest, but I need the music. I need it. I'm not gonna like go just to like take pictures and take videos. Like that's not no. I need the music.
0: Yeah, I'll go in a burlap sack. I don't care. I just need them tunes. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> it's also really
2: hot. Yeah, where they do it, it's in the fucking desert, man. And the people who we know who have gone and been in VIP, they're like, dude, if we weren't in VIP that has like air conditioned areas, like no, fuck that. <laughs> I can't even imagine yeah you're in the desert <laughs>
0: no this ov- overall topic has kind of been on my mind lately i've been thinking about like edc orlando because you know I have my ticket planning to go for a third year this year with you guys but after that i kind of wonder I feel like I'm gonna be in an era where I wanna set my sights on different events, smaller events I wanna start exploring. I have really found that the smaller events, the connections that you make with people are are more genuine. And like I'm really attracted to like Shampala because they have no corporate sponsors and I know it's gotten pretty big and Forest is getting so big and I'm sure like the vibe of that is not everything it used to be. But I think as far as like big events go, like really kind of cherry picking those and dedicating the rest of my time to like the underground stuff.
1: Yeah, I'm right there with you, Mikey. That's so cool. Just before we began to uh, record tonight, there was some festival that announced over a hundred artists. Oh my God. Talk about decision paralysis. (sighs) What? That would kill me trying to choose amongst 100 artists who are playing.
0: Yeah, I mean, looking at the Tomorrowland lineup, you need a magnifying glass. It's crazy.
1: Oh, God, that one too.
0: I had a dope conversation with a beautiful human named Stefan on ship at the end of the night at the diner having like a cheeseburger or something. We were just sitting next to each other and got talking. And he's from Austria, I believe. And at the end of it, he, I was like, give me the scoop on what the cool festivals are in Europe. And he's like, don't go to Tomorrowland because that's just a tourist trap. Everyone goes like, there's better ones and cooler ones. He told me Fusion is a really cool one. Liquicity is a really cool one. And then after the ship, he messaged me and was like, if you want to join our group for Fusion, we're doing the raffle soon. So I'm like, yes, I think that's the direction I find myself going. Or like Envision in Costa Rica, basically a week-long meditation, but with dope artists, like incredible DJs and producers. Those are the areas that I'm finding myself drawn to. Yeah, for sure. Getting away from not necessarily the the big productions. I don't have a problem with any of that. EDC this year was gorgeous with all the music and the 30th year anniversary. And they really did well paying homage to like the old school, some of like the music and tunes we had. But I don't know. I think we can get grittier. I think we can get more in the weeds.
1: I Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I think that it's really fun to do a few years of the big festivals because like you say, the big productions, they are just really impressive.
0: That's the thing, like the production is so crazy. Like Circuit Grounds when Wilkinson was just shredding. Oh my God. That's the reason to go is because the music (laughs) is getting better every year and the artists are bringing it and the production is mind blowing.
1: Yeah, but even to that point, I would say that I also in that exact same line of thought, I had such a great time with the smaller stages. Yes. So I'm right there with you wanting to do like these like kind of smaller, more niche, more underground, more like less less crazy um
0: fests. When is
2: it that you go to
1: the desert? Rave.
0: That's uh, like late September.
2: Late September.
0: Yeah, it's not terribly cold. It's so cool. I would love for you to come to that. We've talked about this. I'm like strangely super plugged into like the Salt Lake City underground rave (laughs) scene. And that's really inspired me to like chase kind of those experiences in in other places. Shout out all those homies. Love you guys.
1: I very much understand that. And my uh, way that I can relate to that is when my friends sent me that Marlon Hofstadt set and I Mm -hmm. got sucked in and then of course SoundCloud is like artists you may like and I'm like oh my god I don't have enough time there's not enough time in the day because I did I went on my little side quest of my own finding all these different people who sound a little bit like him but a little bit different and it's just so fun and I love figuring out like what my new tunes are, like what my new taste is evolving to be, right? This was a huge side quest away from the (laughs) original topic of news with your booze, but that is the theme of this episode. So (laughs) to bring it back around.
0: (laughs) Elements, oh, that one.
1: (laughs) I mean, honestly, we could spend the whole night talking about each artist, but there are two people I really wanna highlight. And the first is Zlata.
0: What a fun name.
1: Yeah, she's fun. So we met Zlata on stage at Avant Gardner when our friend Bren Quino opened for Hoogle back in December. Um, we talked about it briefly on the pod.
0: I've been listening to a lot of Hoogle here in Ecuador. Zlata must be dope. Tell me more.
1: Zlata let us know that she was playing at Silo like a week or two later. So we showed up. We wanted to go support her. Um, and I'm sorry, but clearly she was the best out of the night.
3: 100
1: <laughs> Oh, my God. By far. And <laughs> I'm not, like, shitting on the other guys who are playing. She really understood how to read the room, and knew what to play to keep the people moving. I personally think that this is like a massive strength of a DJ to play open format mm-hmm. and to respond to a crowd's engagement. Mm-hmm. And she did that so well. So for all the plurbies who are listening, you can find her set from Silo on her SoundCloud. It's entitled I Feel Energy. And her name is Zlata, Z L A T A. Going back to the old school
3: Way back in the day People came from miles around To hear the music play
0: a performer
1: yeah zlata has been at it for years as a dj it's kind of fun if you stalk her instagram all the way back you can see that her first post was of a mixer back in 2012 Uh, but more recently she played burning man in 2022 and future factory festival in 2023 in myriad shows around the globe she has a knack in my opinion for creating those eye-catching tiktoks talking about how Girls don't want flowers for Valentine's Day. They want CDJ 3000s. But I like her. You know, she's true to herself. It's evidenced by her vulnerability in her art and her willingness to share her journey with her audience online. And honestly, Zlata, I just want to say congratulations, my friend. And while we were not necessarily planning for elements this year, we might need to reconsider,
2: babe. Oh,
1: 100%. (laughs) All right, so the other artist I want to highlight is Cool Customer. I was introduced to a Cool Customer song by one of my favorite people, Brittany Ball, on New Year's Eve, and we're going to play it. It's called Blow Your Mind. Yes. Do you know this this song by Cool Customer?
0: Blow Your Mind and In Your Face are my two saves by Cool Customer. Hello. Uh-huh. Papa Grizz is so proud.
1: Right? Yeah, I was certainly thinking about Grizz as I'm learning about Cool Customer. Mm-hmm. So Cool Customer is the stage name of Will Aloka, a 25-year-old New York producer. He made his debut at Secret Dreams Festival in 2022. He also played Wobble Rocks and deadbeats at Hampton Coliseum last year. Mikey, he has this really sick Inspector Gadget Flip that he's woven into his sets. And to me, it's so fun seeing these big names get like so hype in the comments about this flip.
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh, how do we find that? Spectre gadget flip
1: his work includes the word to the mother EP which is a four track compilation that to me sounds kind of like if Ellis dream and Grizz had a baby Ooh. but the last track on that collection is a little bit harder for me to describe the first three were kind of like that Grizz Ellis dream like vibe and I like that there's um a little wild wild card
0: at the end there patience I had to play it.
1: Yeah, I figured you would.
0: You can't tease me with a wild card, and then we don't play it. Yeah, I don't know how you would describe this either.
1: You're a little ballerina in a little box. Yeah, that's what it Turning around that. while you're DJing.
0: What? He waited three minutes to do this?
3: <laughs> yeah. Hold up.
0: Yo, I didn't know he was chill like that. But he's a cool customer. Hold up. Perfect. It's such like easy listening wubs.
1: I think if you're headed to Elements, you definitely have to check his set, Flurbies. For sure.
0: Wow, bringing the cool niche artist to the people. That's right, Frenchie. That's how we do it here.
1: Like I said, we could talk about so much. Those are the two homies I wanted to highlight. So, Mikey, what news do you have for us booze?
0: I'm gonna run through some news for the booze. First, uh, the Grammys happened. I think those happen every year is what I'm hearing. And this year, our dear pal Skrillex, who I recently spent some time with, won his ninth Grammy alongside Fred again and Flo Dan. This made me laugh when I read this because best dance slash electronic recording for Rumble because I just wanted to see Moody's face when I said that. But yay, Skrilley!
2: I can appreciate that that song won, because Flo Dan is an underground vocalist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, Sonny's acceptance speech was was cool.
0: Yeah, it was really cool.
2: I-, I enjoyed it.
0: I mean, we just enjoy him. So anytime there's an opportunity for him to have a stage like that to more of a mainstream audience. It's definitely cool for us as EDM people, I think.
2: The the part that really resonated with me was when he said, success is something you attract. It's not something you can gain or obtain. Wow. Yeah, I vibe with that part. That's cool. Also,
0: kitties in the jungle. Yeah. Where, where are the kitties? <laughs>
2: <laughs> not the lyrics where them kitties at
0: where the kitties
2: this guy's trying to find them. <laughs> <laughs> uh
0: and for best dance electronic album the winner was fred again for the album actual life 3 so many congrats to uh homies that we've talked about very much on this podcast that y'all have shared a bus with in the center of times square with they really had a gigantic year so kudos to them very very cool stuff
2: did you know he's a duke What? He's like part of the royal family. Yeah, Sam told us this and we were like, oh shit.
0: (laughs) I didn't know that.
2: Yeah, he was loaded way before he became a DJ.
0: (laughs) Well, I'm sure that helps. (laughs) But he's very talented.
2: No, stupid talented.
0: Those Dukes are usually, I feel like, not that talented. Their talent is like being a Duke, but he's a Duke and a Grammy award-winning artist. Not a lot of those guys out there. Anyway, I'm going to continue. After the Grammys, I wanted to talk about... Some Millennium stuff, because I've been seeing a lot of stuff from his trilogy show in LA, which seemed massive, and also recently, what was big news to me, uh, that he dropped five remixes from 2014 and 2015 that he's been playing over the years that were like on SoundCloud, but were not on Spotify, and now they officially are on Spotify, and... Specifically, the one I'm most excited about is his remix of "Disarm You" by Cascade, because that song alone is one of my favorite songs of all time. Probably that remix is one of my favorite remixes of all time. So now that I can cue that up on Spotify myself, I was pretty thrilled. Oh yeah! The other remixes are of a Galantis song, "Gold Dust," the 2015 remix, and then a trio of 2014 remixes, one by Odessa called "Always This Late." One by Don Golden, called All I Want, and one by the Kite String Triangle, Given the Chance, which is actually the one I want to play because uh, we talk about Cascade and Odessa. I feel like a lot. Not really Galantis that much, but the Kite String Triangle is not often a normal EDM conversation, so I'm going to toss it on. Given the Chance, the 2014 Illelium Remix.
1: That's going to be a song that goes on the Mikey playlist for sure. Oh,
0: mm-hmm. Such a pretty remix. Oh, uh, Don't do it to me, Moody. Don't do it to do me. Do it to me. Okay, do it to us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here is that D- Disarm You remix.
3: Let me disarm you. I'm not trying to own you. I just want to know what it feels like. Have your body so close Let me absolve you Of the past that controls you I just want to know what you look like Without a weight on your soul I know somewhere we could get away If you want to find another place love, Disappear and never leave a trace take you anywhere you want so let me disarm you there's an army
1: Such a good track.
0: Makes me emotional.
1: Every time. It's such a good song.
0: (sighs) So good, huh?
1: So that is going on the I Could Cry playlist.
0: I am crying, so perfect.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I have an I Could Cry playlist. (laughs) There's a 90%
2: chance I'm already (laughs) crying. That's (laughs) a good playlist name. (laughs)
0: Yeah, so I was so stoked that that's on Spotify now. I'm so stoked. We played melodic bass on the pod today. Come on. Going back to our roots, Frenchie. <laughs> I knew this was going to be a banging variety of tunes on this one.
1: Right. Yeah. It has been a good kaleidoscope of chords. Chords, yes.
0: No drum and bass. Oh, wait, no, we, we played did. We yes. bass. So it's even had that. Sure. Wow. Wowzers. Wow, wow. Wow, wow. wow. Let's talk a little more about his L.A. Trilogy show, which is a show he's been doing for a few years. It's called Trilogy because it it's supposed to be a three-album showcase. He has five albums, so I'm sure he pulls from more than just three albums sometimes. This year, it was at SoFi Stadium in L.A. I think maybe it was in Vegas last year. SoFi Stadium with a capacity of 70,000, selling out these gigantic stadiums. And because it was in LA, I imagine it made it so much easier for him to like bring a lot of people that he's collaborated with on music to perform live. So some of the live performances included Avril Lavigne. Seven Lions, like Frenchie, just imagine the green room. Avril Lavigne and Seven Lions just probably chatting. What a cool little cross section of artists. Uh, Swaco, Dabin, Trippy Red, Ian Dior, Slander, Cruella, Motionless in White, Tori Kelly, Max, Trivecta, Said the Sky. There was more. That's just kind of who I was able to find off of watching like Twitter videos and stuff. Doing live performances, except for Trippy Red. He kind of just like smoked a blunt on stage and like mumbled a few things seemed so faded. (laughs) But he looked like he was having a good time. But he did not really sing the parts of the song that were his. He kind of just was like vibing up there. It was kind of funny. I enjoyed it. And meanwhile, Swaco is like absolutely destroying every bit of his part of the song. So I just thought it was a funny juxtaposition of performances. But Trippy Red, you do your thing, my man. Enjoy that blunt. I would love to enjoy it with you. Um, One other thing that I just saw on Twitter that I thought was cool and wanted to talk about was John Summit quote tweeting Alinium playing Where You Are, the vocals, but over his song Prey, which is in its own right an incredibly beautiful song and Where You Are are incredibly beautiful lyrics. And the John Summit tweet was basically him saying like, shout out Alinium. Thank you for supporting me, even though I used to be like a stupid Twitter hater years ago. It was a sweet tweet. There was self-reflection in there, recognizing just like who he kind of used to be and growth. And I thought it was cool.
2: Did John talk crap about him before?
0: John literally quote tweeted one of his tweets from like 2019, where it was like a meme when she says she listens to Illinium and it just like had taken his face when he was laughing and just made like a bunch of laughing faces, just basically laughing it. The fact that someone listens to Illinium. Yeah. Well, people joke about Illinium that it's like the Christian rock of EDM, which, like, I can kind (laughs) of see it.
2: (laughs) I can definitely see that. (laughs)
0: Illinium leaned into it. Like, for a Halloween show, he like dressed as Jesus, which I thought was really funny. He's like the Christian music of EDM, (laughs) but he's so good. He's so talented, evokes emotion in a very unique and special way, I think. And I'm going to evoke some emotion right now. This is where you are and pray. The Illinium Mashup.
1: That sick. yeah that was dope gorgeous
0: yeah i mean the songs go perfectly together i agree millennia makes beautiful music y'all but also throws down y'all so if you're in the population of people that has never really maybe been a dubstep person or kind of been living in like a house techno DMB world and somehow have not stumbled into listening to some millennium, go to an Illinium show. You Everyone should experience an Illinium set live. It's gorgeous. It's so pretty.
2: Yeah, it's so special it's that so the three of us got to see Illinium with Vanna yeah.
0: at Izu 2022. Very special. Yeah, Vanna and I went. Back-to-back nights in Boston to see Alinium. It was so special. That's where we met Nick, actually, which is crazy. We met at an Alinium show. Ah, oh, just special mems. Thanks, Nicholas, Alinium, for creating music that led me to meet Nicholas Flick, one of my dear, dear pals. That's sweet. <laughs> Raving
1: brings us together.
0: Sure does. That's the news I got. I love it, Mikey. I love you guys. Love you back. I love our plurbies. Sing. I love our plurbies, too. Wow, what an episode! Honestly, what an episode! <laughs> this is Catching Flies' new tune. It's called Magnolia. Shout out Miss Cream, shout out Alley Cat, and shout out Barbara Streisand.
2: Our homie. Give us a call, Barb. We're still waiting on that interview.
0: Come on, Barb. You you know you want to come on the pod.
2: (laughs) Come on.
0: Just left us on red, Barb. Come on.
2: Check us out at Plurality Pod on Instagram, TikTok. I was supposed to say Facebook, and we're definitely not. (laughs) Do that on Facebook.
0: Not yet. (laughs)
2: Twitter or X, whatever you
1: call it. And also threads.
0: <laughs> Do we need to even be on threads? Like, I I never touch threads anymore.
1: Well, if anybody wants to find me on threads, that's where I drop my one-liners. Are you
0: posting on threads?
1: Your girl will be posting sporadically.
2: At the well, very few feel like you wanna work on the plurality pod threads.
1: Go for it. I'm there.
0: You can put your one-liners there.
1: Welcome to threads, Flurbies. Your girlfriend, she's taking over.
0: If you like the music in this episode, which I think you did because I sure did go to Spotify, just search E mood. You'll find those there and come back in two weeks and listen to us again. Send us a message, leave a review. Oh, you know what I wanted to tell you guys? What? That I taught like a shuffle class to like a group of Ecuadorian 20 year olds.
2: Nice.
0: <laughs> yeah. Cause they were all like teaching me bachata and salsa. And, and I was like, right, I, I want to show you guys a dance and they looked goofy as hell doing it. And I was like, ha, you don't know my dance. But some of them actually were picking it up. It was really cool. So I played some, some shuffle music and yeah, got to shuffle. And it's called a Caída, I think, which is just like a little party of friends. There was like 15 people there. I'm in the culture down here, guys. It's so fun.
1: That is so fun. I love fun. that.
0: Yes.
1: And actually, speaking of shuffling, I have to report back on my new year's revolution, Mikey.
0: How's it going? It's
1: going fine. I haven't booked the shuffle class yet, but I did go to both yoga and cycling in January. You're
0: right there. You're doing it.
1: She went to a Fred again, Soul Cycle class. That's funny. I did go to a Fred again, Soul Cycle class.
0: What if Fred led it one time, just one time? It'd be fun. Do you think he cycles?
1: I thought that you meant like, what if he was like DJing the class somebody (laughs) else was teaching. Oh no,
0: I meant if he was like teaching the class, like he was in front on a bike as well.
1: He would be such a goofball, it'd be so funny and fun. All
0: right, Fred, that could be a good side quest for you. Cycling instructor.
1: (laughs) Also a good side quest for Frenchie because apparently there are so few dubstep and techno cycling classes in the city, it Dang. is embarrassing. We, we are New York City, we need to have all of those, so. But
0: you've definitely seen those like videos of like the dubstep cycling classes when everyone's like headbanging on their cycles or whatever.
1: There is an instructor named Megan Knight out of Texas who teaches dubstep cycling classes and I want to go break my neck so badly <laughs> at one of her classes. Either I have to go to Texas or I got to get at her out here and book her at a studio in New York, because she seems like exactly where I want to be. Let's say peace,
2: love. I'm saying peace, love and wubs. Peace,
0: love and wubs. Hey.
1: Shout out Ella stream.
0: So give me, can you give me one of your threads one-liners before oh we go? Oh my God, that's so funny. <laughs>
1: yeah, there were a million. Oh my God, here. One of my absolute favorite parts of Izu was the seemingly sober girl confusedly leaving the porta potty, letting me know, "I don't think it flushes."
0: <laughs> was she being funny, or was she like, Does "It doesn't flush"?
1: She seemed stone cold sober in in alerting me that she didn't think that that fucking porta potty <laughs>
0: flushes. Oh my god. She was so concerned.
1: It was one of my favorite parts of Izu. It was so funny. Oh my god.
0: <laughs> How long was she in there trying to flush the porta potty?
1: It's a great question, but man, that moment.
0: Man, and you got the one porta potty that didn't flush in the whole place. That's crazy. <laughs> like, was that her first porta potty experience? There's so many questions and no answers. Yeah, these
2: are all Maybe the questions you had in like the universe. GA plus
1: wristband and didn't realize she was in the wrong place. I don't know. It was so, it was so funny. It was so wonderful. Amazing. It was just hilarious to me. Mm.
0: Marvelous. Well, I'm starving. I think that's a good good thing to leave the people with. I'm going to go into the streets of Quito and find some food.
1: Enjoy. Oh, Amazing. So Thank On you so much, quest. my friend. Yeah, another side quest to be had.
0: Love you guys so much. Mwah. Catch you next time. Bye.